Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives. And I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Straight up, but you know this, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title off for better than three decades. So straight up today, in two hours of combat sports on Sports Byline and iHeartRadio, guess what? I bring you the godfather of Cutman, both in boxing and MMA. I can have him neither hour. Talk about the Cutman to the world heavyweight champion, Vladimir Klitschko, and the Cutman to the former world heavyweight champion, Cain Velasquez. Mr. Jake Stitch Duran will be in the house probably about 12.20, so we'll do two hours of radio today, an hour of boxing, and an hour of MMA. The hour of boxing is now. The hour of MMA will follow on many of these same Sports Byline stations and affiliates. And of course, you can always go to the website, sportsbyline.com. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Let's talk boxing straight up. CBS television yesterday. Frampton came alive, but he almost got slain. No, I'm not talking about Peter Frampton, the musician. I'm talking about Carl Frampton, the boxer. Knocked down twice in the first round. Survived to beat Alejandro Gonzalez Jr. in a 12-round decision. Decision, but straight up, you get knocked down twice. I guess to get up and win, it shows you've got some stones. That Julio Cesar Chavez, UFC 189, UFC 190, Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey, black men in particular, but men in general, and some black men, there seem to be a lot of black men, have a problem with Ronda Rousey and her being the ass kicking girl that she is. Is it because she's white? What's going on? Or because she's a chick? 1 800 878 7529. That's 1 800 878 7529. You can Skype us. The Skype line's working. The address, Sports Byline, and the number two. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You tune to Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. So many things that's held us down. But now it looks like things are finally coming around. I know we've got a long, long way to go. And where we'll end up, I don't know. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. My joints used to kill me. 
I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Yeah, I've got two kids. I've got a young daughter who's four years old. I've got a son who's who's only eight months old now. So, uh, and my wife Christine, obviously too. So, obviously, it's it's more motivation and just adds fuel to the fire. Um, and you know, it's not only about winning titles now. It's about making a comfortable life after boxing for for myself and my family. Um, and I've got the opportunity to do that now. Um, you know, it's not all about money this game, but. It's important, and I, I want to be able to live a comfortable life and, and give my family uh, what you know what I never had when I was a kid. Um, so that's that's the objective. That's that's just more motivation for me. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Little Frampton there. Speaking of Frampton, that was Carl Frampton coming back from the break. Of course, the IBF 122-pound world champion out of the U.K. I believe he's 20-0 now. But, you know, getting off the deck twice and winning, uh, he had never been knocked down before either as an amateur or a professional. So Mr. Gonzalez Jr., he can pop. He has some power. There's no doubt about it. But I looked at his resume, and he fought like Scott Cuddy about nine times and Pedro Fernandez another ten times. And, I mean, he fought everybody. I'm telling you, everybody but your mother. I mean, just talk about stiffs. I look at 1 in 16, 1 in 19, 4 and 5, all that kind of good stuff. So, anyway, I didn't think he had much of a chance. But I didn't think the guy that took on Chris Ariola had much of a chance. Anyway, much props to Peter Frampton, I mean, Carl Frampton, for remaining undefeated, getting off the deck twice, and winning. Because, you know, it takes guts. When you get, when you get dropped and you're buzzed, um, some guys just don't, don't recover. Um, when you're buzzed in the first round, sometimes you don't even have to get dropped to get buzzed. But you're in a buzz, you're in a world, and you're trying to get out of this fog. You don't know what's going on. You got knocked down once by a left hook, got knocked down sec- the second time by a right hand. I mean, good Lord. I mean, this guy must have thought, you know, all this talk about him providing for his family and being a champion, this all stuff's going out the window. 
going out the window, but he got off the deck and he won most of the uh most of the uh rounds after it. Mr. Gonzalez, Alejandro Gonzalez said I definitely won the fight. I was uh much more effective. I don't think so. I really don't. I mean he, he fought a good fight in the first round or so, but after that, not the greatest fight in the world, as his record and his resume indicated. Now, as I said, Frampton's undefeated in 122 pounds, but the real guy at 122 is Guillermo Rigano, the former world, uh, take that back, the 122-pound world champion of the WBO and is recognized by Ring Magazine, et cetera. But he's also a two-time Olympian, I believe, and a two-time uh, world champion as an amateur. So in other words, two Olympic titles, two world titles, He's going to take on Vasil Lomachenko, who's only 4-1. and one. He is a former world champion as well, and an amateur champion, a, an Olympic king, and he's only 4-1. and one. Of course, that one fight he lost and over the weight mugging he took at the hands of uh, Orlando Salido about a year and a half ago. But this kid's a real deal. He's got a lot of uh, experience, three or 400 amateur fights. That's why he's fighting 12 rounders in his first and second fight. So I guess that's going to be the uh, fight at 126. It'll be, you know, these two... Olympic champions going toe-to-toe. And I think Lomachenko, slightly bigger than um, Guillermo Rigondeaux, maybe having just a little bit more pop. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. But the battle of the gold medal winners is on. It'll happen later this year, and I think that's going to be a good fight at 126. So back to 122. There's Leo Santa Cruz and uh, basically nobody else. I mean, you know, Scott Quigg's doing his thing. Who's Scott Quigg? Oh, he's a lightweight champion. No, he's a super bantamweight champion of the WBA, and he's out of the U.K. as well. But he's their regular champion or something like that. Anyway, there's all kinds of, of uh, that's right, the WBA regular super bantamweight champion. Now 31-0, Scott Quigg. That's probably who Peter Frampton, I mean Carl Frampton, should fight. Because he um, beat up on uh, Kiko Martinez yesterday. And Kiko Martinez is the same guy that lost the IBF 122-pound title to Carl Frampton. I believe that was a little bit less one-decided than Quigg just thrashing him yesterday. I mean, just, just pounded on him in two rounds. It was all over. Kiko Martinez is now 32-6. and six. Quick 31 and zip, as I mentioned, 23 whacks. So that figures to be a good fight in the U.K., a big fight in the U.K. In fact, some of the big fights in the world right now are, are basically Brit against Brit. I mean, Amir Khan, Kel Brook, wow, 147 pounds. They could sell out Wembley Stadium and and get a good, del, uh, good television audience here in the United States because those guys are upper echelon fighters. Now, WBA, a regular lightweight champion. I don't know what this regular and the super stuff is. I mean, a champion's a champion, right? Well, not in the world of Bunko and Anarchy, known as the World Boxing Association. Anyway, <clears throat> the regular lightweight champion, 135-pound title, uh, Darius Perez, 33-120 KOs, had a really shaky 12-round uh, draw yesterday against Anthony Krola, and that was at the Manchester Arena in Manchester, the U.K. Uh, I, you know, Perez got some benefit maybe of some WBA judging, but they're talking about doing a review of this and more power to them. But I just got to tell you, you know, when you go over and fight in somebody else's hometown and you think that, wow, this guy's going to have the edge, but you bring the judges with you, can I say, <laughs> you've got your act together. Guess who didn't have his act together? Again, Chris Ariola. Remember the guy that trains on the taco trucks and, and on beer and things like that? He said it on the show. You heard him say it. I get up in the morning. I have a couple of beers. I go down the taco truck, and I come back, and I watch soap operas. Something like that. That's what he said. I think that's what he said. So if that's his game, uh, obviously he's continuing that behavior. Because when you look at him now, you looked at him yesterday, I guess he was fighting a guy that really couldn't fight. I mean, Fred Cassie came in with a decent record, 18-3. and three, But, you know, the best guy he had beat was, uh, no, the best guy he had fought was the guy that beat him. And Deontay, no, no. And, um, oh, the guy that beat um 
that beat Mike that, that was Mike Tyson's lookalike back in the day. Anyway, that'll come to me. Anyway, the bottom the bottom line is, Crass Cassie didn't have a whole lot of ability coming in. Had a decent record, but not much of a fighter. Anyway, he ended up beating uh, Ariola, who was heavily favored in this match. Of course, Ariola they wanted to put him in with the WBC title holder Deontay Wilder to get Deontay a decent win over a name fighter and being a Mexican American, maybe he could you know turn some people at the uh, at the television venues because the Mexican American population is a huge demographic television wise, especially in the world of boxing and combat sports here in the States. But Ariola came in out of shape again, just out of shape again. And although it wasn't pretty, I thought Fred Cassidy did enough running around and tapping him. And I mean, all, listen, all Mr. Ariola did was miss. He, 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 he threw punches and he missed. There's nothing else I can say about it. Anyway, they called it a draw straight up a, uh, not a pretty fight. Fourth time around for these two guys, Arthur Abraham and Robert Spieglitz, uh, Stieglitz went at it again yesterday. This time, Abraham crushes Stieglitz in the their fourth fight, as I mentioned, the WBA super middleweight, WBO super middleweight champion. Abraham now 43 and 4, 29 KOs. Hey, remember Andre Ward beat him. A brutal six round KO winner over Robert Stieglitz. Stieglitz of, uh, hmm, where was I? Budapest, Hungary. Uh, that's where he's from, Hungary. I was there for the WBO convention about 18 months ago. Anyway, 47, 4 and 1, 27 wax. That was Saturday in Hale, Germany. Stieglitz was busy, but Abraham is a huge, huge, huge puncher at 168 pounds. He took him out. The time was 114 of round number six. Straight up, Abraham leads that series, and I think it's over now, three fights to one. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. 1-800-878-7529. It's 1-800-878-7529. The Skype thing's happening as well. 21st century, 21st century digital age. Scott Cuddy's got this Skype thing going on. It works. The address, Sports Byline, and the number two. That's right, Sports Byline, and the number two. This band, East Bay Soul. They're going to be in the Bay Area in the next couple of months. I'll get you some news on that. Greg Adams, of course, the former Westmore High alumni. Could have went to any music school in the country and said, went to work for Power of Power back in 1967. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, one 800 878 That's 1-800-878-7529. The Twitter thing. And at Ring Talk, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K. And once again, the Skype line, Sports Byline, and the number two. This is Ring Talk live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, TuneIn.com, Stitcher.com, iTunes.com. Wow. And, of course, SportsByline.com. This is Ring Talk live worldwide. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242.
Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. Today, more than ever, Americans need a means to protect their life savings. With a troubled economy and government spending out of control, they've been forced to promote loose money policies, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. Birch Gold Group can help you protect your savings by rolling over all or a portion of your IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by physical gold. Take advantage of the best gold prices in years and enjoy the long-term hedge against inflation that gold provides by moving into a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group, the precious metal IRA specialists. Call Birch Gold Group today for a free consultation on how a tax-free rollover to a gold IRA can offer stability, protection, and the peace of mind that your life savings, which you've worked so hard to build, is safe. Call 888-221-0010 and receive Birch Gold's free information kit, which offers the best-kept secrets for safeguarding your savings with gold. Call 888-221-0010. That's 888-221-0010. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Everybody's mad at the white man. Get guys blowing up federal buildings because they're mad at the government. Got the Latinos, did you see that last week right here in L.A.? Picketing all the networks, you know about this? The Hispanics, the Mexicans, I don't know what the hell to call you this week. (laughs) But the Mexican people were picketing the networks saying that during prime time you will see no Latinos on TV. What are you talking about? You got cops, you got America's Most Wanted. (laughs) Why, you have Adventures of the Highway Patrol. There are shows for everybody. If you took the time to check your local listings, instead of bitching so much, you'll see the shows for everyone. Not you, there's an Asian guy in the front row. After Margaret Cho, you had your shot, it didn't work out. All right, back to the kitchen. Sorry, pal. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The case I bring before you today is Ronda Rousey. Why is it some male? Black males in particular tell her short. I mean, I'll tell you like it is. I travel all over the country. Lately, I've been uh, all over California, Northern California especially. And I have my little spots to go to over in Oakland, California. And I talk boxing, talk MMA, talk music, talk talk everything. But, you know, everything there is to talk about, we talk over this. It's sort of like a rap session. Berkeley Flea Market, same thing on the weekends. Anyway, um, as I've been going around the Bay Area in the last couple of weeks, I've been dropping the name Ronda Rousey because, you know, she's going to be on pay-per-view. On the uh, August 1st, UFC 190, live from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, the home of the of the UFC, of course, where it all started back in the day, like back in 1920, 1930. Anyway, the bottom line is she's going down there. She's going to defend that 135-pound championship probably for the last time ever. She don't think she'll ever defend the championship ever again. She's getting big. She's getting bigger. 
And I think the reason why she's bulking up is that eventually she will fight Chris Cyborg Santos at 140 pounds. That's what I think. Anyway, that's the subject for another day. The subject at hand right now is men. Men having a problem. Men having a problem or issues with Ronda Rousey. I mean, I go up to some guys and I go, oh, I could kick that so-and-so's butt. I mean, oh, I'd be a... You know, the truth is, you wouldn't. I mean, some of these guys that I talk to, they've got guts, but not the intestinal fortitude type, the physical type. And that doesn't make it. I mean, I saw her throw a 300-pound man, rigged or not. She threw 100 uh, Triple H across the ring at WrestleMania, stole the show at WrestleMania. But that wasn't, that may have been rigged, okay? Obviously it was, it was worked. But when she threw that reporter, when the reporter said to her, you know, I don't think you can throw me. And the guy was a big, fat guy, like 270, 280 pounds. He was wearing a flak jacket, a bulletproof vest, you know what I mean? So he didn't hurt his ribs or anything like that. So she threw him, and this is what he said when he hit the ground. Oh, cracked my ribs, and I think my nuts got cracked too. I mean, he was in trouble. Straight up, he was in trouble. Rhonda did a number on him, okay? She's done a number on a lot of men. Much like Lucia Riker used to do numbers on men back in the day when she boxed, okay? Or Ann Wolf. Ann Wolf used to terrorize men in the gym, okay? Ronda Rousey is of that ilk. She is the most dominant athlete in combat sports since Mike Tyson. Whoa! How can you say that? How can I say that? Because Mike Tyson said it. That's right. If you Google Mike Tyson right now, that's right. Go Google Mike Tyson. Google him right now. Mike Tyson. And you'll see Mike Tyson on Ronda Rousey. Second, second thing up there. That was my, my article that I wrote about this, talking about, you know, the, uh, how Rousey threatens the status of some men. I really don't get it. I mean, a 135-pound chick threatening the status of men because, you know, deep down inside they know, you know, this chick could probably beat me. And she can. I mean, I've sized her up. I've been next to her. I've stood next to her. I said to myself, you know, maybe when I was younger I had a chance standing up. But if she ever gets you on the ground, it's like a 12-second type of thing before she breaks your arm. There's no tapping out, okay, in, in real life, in a real fight. There's no tapping out, okay? And she's getting these, you know, these fights against girls that are basically, you know, getting out. Well, that last one lasted, what, 12 seconds? Kat Zagano lasted somebody. I mean, it's just the blink of an eye and the fight's over. They don't even get to mention the beer sponsor. They have to shove this brought to you by Miller. I mean, just like that, they got to shove the sponsor in there because you never know what's going to happen with Ronda's fights. Anyway, she's knocked people out. Her boxing is coming back. You think she would get some type of respect, but she's not getting it. And I just, I don't understand why, except for the fact it's male insecurity. I mean, they can't handle the fact that this woman is doing what she's doing. And listen, she threw Vic Tarchinian all around the ring. That was on the, on, on the dojo. Remember they did that, that, uh, that judo thing down there in Glendale, California? She trains with the uh, Armenian, no, is the, Arme- yeah, the Armenian judo team. And some of her coaches include, you know, members of that Armenian Olympic team. And then she's got Lucia Riker as a striking coach. But she's got the great Jean LaBelle. That's right, the, the king of grappling and submission, man. Malcolm Boutwell knows who that is. I'm talking about. Gene LaBelle, Superman's best friend. That's right, Superman. Back in the day, George Reeves. Back in the 50s, this was his guy. <clears throat> anyway, he's working with uh, Rousey as well. So Ronnie's got a good team surrounding her, a good solid team of people that are the best at what they do. And right now, she's the best at what she does, and some people just can't handle it. I'll put it to you like this, okay? I realized that when I was a policeman back in 1981 here in San Francisco, I worked with a lot of women coming into the department. And women got no respect for men at all. Men, at, I mean, they weren't getting, hey, baby, yeah, yeah, you know, that kind of stuff, chicky, chicky, and all that kind of stuff. Well, they were police officers. You don't talk to them that way. They're professional, professional, paid police officers, sworn, trained, all that kind of good stuff, just like the men, okay? But they weren't getting their props, especially 
from black guys because I worked out in Hunter's Point. They had a problem with black, with white women in authority or white women over them. So I don't get this. This is not some type of return to slavery or anything like that. This is not a knock on, 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 on people in general. This is just Rhonda doing her thing, man, being the most dominant athlete right now in combat sports. And as I said, when Mike Tyson looks at her, you know what he says? I look at her and I see me. I look at her and I see myself. So when I write these things about her being this bad chick and her being the most awesome uh, uh, fighter pound for pound probably in combat sports right now, I mean, come on. Does Floyd Mayweather offer you the excitement that Ronda Rousey does? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I'll ask the question one more time. Does Floyd Mayweather offer you the same amount of entertainment and excitement as Ronda Rousey does, even in 12 seconds? No. A resounding no. That's the answer right there, okay? Floyd is like, if he was a pornographic movie star, you know what those pornos would be be like, right? They'd be rated like PG because there'd be no money shot. There's no excitement involved with Floyd Mayweather. The excitement stops when the bell rings. I know he may rap me on the knuckles for that and probably never get another interview as long as he lives. And one day when I interviewed him, one day I was the, 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 the most hip, the best boxing writer in the entire world in Las Vegas. And 20 minutes later, I asked him a question. It was a little bit touching. And uh, he didn't dig it. And what did he say to me? You don't know nothing about boxing. Anyway, 20 minutes ago, I was the most knowledgeable guy on the planet. Anyway, bottom line is Floyd Mayweather, a little upset because Ronda Rousey won the best fighter, ESPY, this week. They ESPY, those ESPN awards. Anyway, uh, Floyd was, in, was uh, nominated, as was Johnny Golovkin, the unbeaten middleweight king. And uh, Anthony Cerrone, I think that's his name. Uh, of course, the, uh, yeah, Cerrone, was, yeah, Cerrone of the UFC, uh, the cowboy, Donald Cerrone. Anyway, he was also nominated. Ronda won this going away, and Ronda said in her victory speech something to the effect where, you know, this is probably the first time a woman's ever beat Floyd Mayweather. Well, she was alluding to the fact that Mayweather is beating on so many women. And it's not just one. It's not just two. He's whooped on a bunch of girls, okay? And he has, and he spent three months in the pokey for it, okay? He's been convicted of domestic violence uh, not once but twice. That was the reason why he went to the slam. It wasn't his first time, okay? But Floyd, Floyd's people... Get all upset. Oh, that Rhonda threw this shot at him. Marianne Owen, photographer, a fantastic photographer out of Las Vegas. She's got her, her nose so far up Floyd's butt, it's unbelievable. You know, she said, I thought it was insulting. I thought it was. How the hell can you can you say that somebody is insulting Floyd Mayweather, the king of the king of put-downs, the king of four-letter put-downs, the king of all that trash on Twitter and Instagram and all that kind of good stuff when he wants to to eviscerate you, he does. This is a guy that he eviscerates people in the in social media. And Ronda Rousey says, well, this is the, probably the first time a woman's beat him, and Marianne's got a problem with that? And Flo- Come on, Marianne. Wake up, baby. This is the 21st century. Don't sell your females. Don't sell your sex short. That's what you're doing. You remind me of these these women on uh, Fox News I listened to a couple of weeks ago. They were talking about uh, women having equal rights in Washington as far as jobs are concerned. You know what they said? What's going to happen to the men? A woman said that. That's right. I kid you not. A woman said that on Fox News. She said, what about the rights of men? I, I, I almost listen, I almost fell off my chair. I couldn't believe it. That's why I don't watch Fox News. But the bottom line is Ronda now, a dominant athlete, taking on Beth Correa, August 1st, of course. That is in Rio de Janeiro, the home of the USC, where the Gracie family, of course, put this together back about 1930. I think he died just well, he just died about eight or ten years ago, but he was the master. He really was. And, of course, there was Hoist Gracie, the first UFC champion, who do, relied basically on, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. But now you've got athletes like Ronda Rousey who can knock people out. She can box. She got, she's got Vanos, uh, 
Vanos V, the 154-pound contender from down there in Glendale, that Armenian guy, she's training him. He's training her as far as the punch mitts and things like that are concerned. She's sparring with men. She's sparring with, with dudes. She's sparring with women as well. But, you know, listen, it's tough for a woman that is uh, at the top of her game, that is so much better than the rest of her, her females, it's tough to put her in with females because, you know, <clears throat> girls are trying to prove themselves. They're trying to say, you know, and trying not to get hurt at the same time because <clears throat> if you step over the line with somebody that's too good in a gym, you get punished. You just do. I mean, that's just the way it was. I had guys come into my gym, the Newman's gym here in San Francisco back in the day, and they'd come in and they'd talk a little smack in this and that. we set up some sparring, you know, and they'd go for it. They'd go a little bit more than they should. And they got, you know, they got a rude awakening. That's what everybody's getting right now from Ronda Rousey, a rude awakening. This will be her last championship fight, I believe. I think this is it. I really do. I think she's headed for Hollywood. I think the bout with Chris Cyborg Santos, that's probably going to take place in early 2016. It's the biggest fight on the MMA hem- in the MMA hemisphere. Nobody wants to see any other fight outside of maybe Jose Aldo and Conor McGregor. And I'll get to that a little bit later. But Ronda Rousey. Right now, pound for pound, the queen of boxing and MMA. And why do I say boxing? Because, you know, she's like, she's, she's putting light, a light and some attention on mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts, by definition, boxing is part of mixed martial arts. Okay? So she's doing her thing. And when somebody watched uh, a Ronda Rousey fight yesterday, I was in a restaurant, and they're watching this on videotape, on demand, something like that. And the lady said she was unaware. Of, she was, oh, they're boxing. No, 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 that's cage fighting. That's mixed martial arts. That's cage fighting. That's the USC. Bottom line is, Ronda Rousey, the main event, uh, August the 1st. We'll talk about that briefly in hour number two when I bring in the godfather of Cutman, Mr. Jake Duran. They call him Stitch. He was my man here in Northern California. I think we worked one fight together back in the amateurs, like circa 1980, 1981. And then after that, he, uh, he left for Las Vegas. He said, Pedro, come with me to Las Vegas. We'll both be big stars. I said, I ain't going, man. But he went. And now he's the godfather of Cutman, both in the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. So Jake Duran coming up in hour number two right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Open phone line, Scott Cuddy says, 1-800-878-7529 is 1-800-878-7529. The, um, the uh, Twitter thing, the address, Ring Talk, at R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K. And the Skype address is Sports Byline and the number two. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Make it 36, 36 and a half minutes. Pass the hour. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. 
Call Wall & Associates now, 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now, before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- 480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Protectum Insurance Specialist is a referral service that connects you to a licensed agent. Availability, waiting periods, and limitations vary by state. Not major medical. Certain plans require association membership. After my husband passed away, we couldn't pay the mortgage, make car payments, or pay bills. Sometimes even having enough food was a problem. All of a sudden, our financial security, gone. You've made plans for the future. College for the kids, retirement. Have you thought of the unexpected curves life can throw at you? Ask yourself, what if? Wait till something happens to your family, or make sure you're ready with coverage by calling Protectum Insurance Specialists. Get term life insurance, accident insurance, critical illness insurance, all in one. Just minutes on the phone. No medical exams, no health questions, and guaranteed acceptance. It's coverage you don't get from your health insurance. Call for a free quote, 800-473-0563. Get cash fast directly to you when you need it and use it for whatever you want. Call toll-free, 800-473-0563. 800-473-0563. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. So I won't get away with it, huh? How many times I heard that from dumb coppers, I couldn't count. He'd give you a left eye to nail me, wouldn't you? Huh? <laughs> you can see the headlines, can't you? Local deputy captured Johnny Rocco. Your picture would be in all the papers. You might even get the tell on the newsreel how you pulled it off. Yeah. Well, listen, Hick. I was too much for any big city police force to handle. They tried, but they couldn't. Oh, you hick. I'll be back pulling strings to get guys elected mayor and governor before you ever get a ten-buck raise. Yeah. Public enemy, he calls me. Me, who gave him this public all wrapped up with a fancy bow on it. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Yeah. You've heard me rail about the internet in this building. For some reason, man, the broadband is so cool sometimes. Other times, it's just like, we're better off going back to dial-up. That's why I keep telling Scott Cuddy. Let's go back to dial-up sometimes. Anyway, one 800 That's one 800 I'm just blowing that out of the water. Uh, Marcos Reyes was a loser last night to Julio Cesar Chavez in El Paso, Texas. Showtime um, did the uh, car. The scores are like 97-92. And, you know, it was like a one-sided fight. The bottom line is, 
uh, Chavez hurt his hand going in, and he said he went into the fight with a hurt hand, and had he not hurt his hand, he would have knocked the young man out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I was just playing with Scott Cuddy's mind about the internet, I was just kidding, and he taking it all seriously, about to come in the room and, and, and jock me up here, but I'm just messing around on the internet. The internet's fine right now. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Don King, Don King and Pedro on the phone uh, this past week, talking boxing, asking him about what he wants to do as far as the talent he's got. Is he looking at any free agents, things like that? What do you think about Al Heyman in boxing, you know, and Jay-Z trying to make his mark in boxing this net? And the Godfather said, um, he is the Godfather of promoters. you got to give him his props. I mean, come on, man. The guy's been around since like 70, what, 74, the, the Rumble in the Jungle, Ali Foreman. Of course, Zaire Africa, when he convinced President Mobutu to invest $6 million dollars in, uh, in the fight and having the fight, is a, that was a sight fee to have bring the fight, George Foreman and Muhammad Ali to Zaire Africa. But he convinced Mobutu, <clears throat> Don King did, that uh, Zaire would become the next Honolulu, you know, like the next Jamaica, like the next Virgin Islands, like the next uh, Honolulu. In other words, it wasn't going to happen. I mean, people did not flock to Zaire Africa afterwards or before or even for the fight. They had a hard time. The fight was a long ways from airfields and things like that. So it probably wasn't in the best place in the world, but it was in the best place for the guy that spent the $6 million bucks to get the fight there. I'm talking about President Mobutu. Of course, Ali and Foreman were essentially originally supposed to fight probably six weeks before they ended up doing. But uh, George got cut in training, and then George tried to get out of town. But Don King went to Mobutu and told him, look, if you let George Foreman leave, you will never come back, and your $6 million will be gone. Gone! Mobutu took that uh, passport away from George Foreman, and George Foreman didn't go anywhere. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. Hour number two will switch gears and talk MMA. Of course, MMA UFC 189 in the rearview mirror. Jose Aldo, uh, still the champion in my mind. We'll talk about that. Jose Aldo and the Conor McGregor, of course, wars of war of words. Basically, they haven't fought yet. They're supposed to fight. Didn't happen. One guy got hurt. We'll see what happens as far as the uh, upcoming schedule is concerned, but I think that the UFC is going to go out of the way to keep Conor McGregor out of the cage with Jose Aldo. That and more in hour number two when we talk about uh, nothing but combat, sports, and MMA. Straight up, Martin Murray, remember him? Not a bad fighter. Failed against Gennady Golovkin, I think, and, uh, and Mr. Uh, he went down there and fought for the middleweight championship down there in Argentina. Anyway, against Sergio Martinez. Now 31-2 and two on a draw, 14 wax. Got a TKO, according to this, a gift TKO, according to Fight News, when the referee halted his bout with Mizel Maradeev, who was 14-4 with eight KOs for no apparent reason around five of a super middleweight bout on Saturday. That's all this is. Uh, Murray was in command, but the other guy was not in trouble. No way, no how. Things like that happen. I mean, you know, referees make mistakes or they do things and they see things. Sometimes referees will see things in a fight that the uh, the page, you know, the, the guy buying the ticket doesn't see, the 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 uh, the TV people don't see the sometimes he just sees things you know I mean he's there he's the closest guy to both these guys he's the one that can hear guys crying you know who am I talking about Tyrell Biggs and Mike Tyson had him on the ropes in Atlantic City just whacked him on the ribs and he was crying and moving on down I mean it was terrible man or how about Iran Barkley the toughest the strongest, one of the most meanest men I've ever met in my life at 160 pounds he was like six foot two 160 Took out Tommy Hearns, the first fight, of course, knocked him out in the third round at the Las Vegas Hilton back in 1988. And about two years later, circa 1990, fought Hearns again at 175 pounds, beat Hearns at 175 pounds for the light heavyweight championship of the WBA. In other words, he had Hearns' number, but yet Roberto Duran beat him. Wow. 
but he was the biggest, biggest middleweight I've ever seen. But when he was on the ropes at the Las Vegas Hilton, never forget, Jim Hunter gave me my press credential that night, and he was getting whacked. You could hear him. I was in like the sixth or seventh row, and I could hear this whining and this crying. His tummy was just digging these body shots in underneath these elbows, man. It was vicious. It was terrible. It was like, oh, God, you almost wanted to turn your face away, but at the same time, it was the sweet science at its best. Body shots. World-class fighters going up and down. One world-class fighter, you know, break, taking it to the edge and surviving. He's being pushed off the cliff. Of death. No, no, he comes back. Big right hand. Tommy Hearns is out. Knocked out. Wow. Second time, of course, uh, Ray Leonard knocked him out back in 1981. But, you know, Tommy, the fighter that he is, probably pound for pound, the best welterweight ever. Why? Why do I say that? Ah, Ray Robinson was a welterweight. He went undefeated. And so was uh, Ray Leonard, who beat him at welterweight. But... Tommy Hearns blew it in the fight with Ray Leonard, and I think the Emmanuel Stewart and I, we, I almost got Emmanuel to, uh, I sort of got him to acknowledge. Emmanuel Stewart, of course, was the trainer extraordinaire, the man that ran the Kronk Boxing Gym in Detroit, Michigan, and we're sitting on his bed in his home in Detroit. And this is about, I guess, about 93, 94, and we're talking about Tommy Hearns and, and Ray Leonard. And I said, you know, that first fight with Tommy, I said, I thought you brought Tommy into that fight a little light, man. What happened there? He's like 145.4 or something like that. You know, that, that wasn't good. Tommy was a 147 pounder. He needed all that weight. He goes, well, you know, we did sweat him down a little bit too much in the um, in the shower. He was in the shower. He was in the bathroom. Uh, of course, the Caesar's Palace, he was sweating it out in there, and it brought him down a pound and a half too much. And then they sent him out with the wrong advice because they put him out there with a, uh, you don't outbox Ray Leonard. You don't outbox Floyd Mayweather. You don't outbox the greatest boxers of all time. You just don't do it. You don't outbox these guys. You've got to find something else to beat them. Not boxing, per se. I mean, in other words, you don't stand there. If you got a guy like Mayweather with a great jab, well, if he's got the best jab ever, how are you going to beat him with a jab? You're probably not going to beat him with a jab. So you've got to go to plan B. And that's what happens when guys fight Floyd Mayweather. They do not have a plan B. Just don't have it. I mean, Robert Guerrero didn't have it. Said he was going to try to outbox Mayweather. I don't get it. Marcos Medina, he tried to outslug Mayweather. He couldn't do that. Okay, I mean, all these guys, uh, Canelo Alvarez, he tried to mug Mayweather. He got mugged instead. Okay, that was the 154-pound guy, of course, going to take on Miguel Cotto later this year. We'll see if that happens. Mexico versus Puerto Rico, a big, big fight. Anytime these two countries get involved, the demos, uh, like they, 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 if it's pay-per-view, and it probably will be pay-per-view, the numbers will be probably astronomical, seeing we've got the two biggest demographics in boxing. As far as purchasing, the uh, Mexicans are first by far. The Mexicans buy more pay-per-view. Put it this way. When, uh, when there was only like one or two, Mex- two, one or two Latin channels on the TV, they have 19, 19 or 20 like they do now all over the place. Back in the days, man, pay-per-view, pay-per-view movies, all this kind of good stuff. That was what Mexican-Americans and Mexicans here in this country, people of Hispanic descent were doing. They were spending their money on pay-per-view. Eating, their, eating at home, having a few ticates, and watching that pay-per-view. Now... They're out and about, you know, social butterflies, that kind of good stuff. But they're still watching the pay-per-view when it comes to boxing. So Mexico's number one. Puerto Rico, that little island country out there, Bariqua, wow, they're like number two. And, of course, the U.K., U.K.'s up there as far as pay-per-view numbers are concerned when their stars are involved. But anytime they have a pay-per-view over in the United States, talking about fights in England are like 4 or 5 in the morning. Who wants to stay up at 4 or 5 in the morning and watch a big fight? I don't. I mean, I have to get up sometimes at at 5 in the morning to watch fights on TV, and it's not too cool. i really not. So what I'm trying to tell you is, for Pedro, get these fights on a schedule that everybody can rock with. 
You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Long segment we'll finish the show with us as Boxing Hour continues. Of course, we'll talk about the future of boxing, the big fights on the agenda. We look at July, August, and September of 2015. Of course, 2015, September, supposedly the end of the Floyd Mayweather run. <laughs> One can only hope. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. And, folks, this is the mighty Tower of Power. I was talking about what Pedro says every day. When I get out of bed, this is what I say. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707-800-949-8707 Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help, and your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds, it's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229. 800-631-9229. 
800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. No, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling real good. Uh, you know, camp's going great. We, we got, we, this is our first week here, so, uh, you know, I'm already in pretty, pretty decent shape, so I'm just breaking in right now in here in the elevation. So, um, other than that, you know, I think for a fight night, we're going to be peaking right on. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You don't want to go to the chair, do you? The mighty tower of power. A little knowledge is a dangerous thing, especially in the hands of a female. You guys know what I'm talking about. Okay, let's talk about the upcoming boxing series. Of course, we've got... Fights on HBO next week. Sergey Kovalev coming back. Of course, the WBO. They recognize 175-pound light heavyweight champion. Taking on Najib Muhammad. It's supposed to be a walkthrough fight for him. We wish him the best because he is the guy that I want to see fight Adonis Stevenson or Andre Ward. Andre Ward, of course, the 168-pound champion who has been off for about a year and a half. Came back about three or four weeks ago against uh, Robert uh, Paul Smith over there in Oakland, California, the town that Andre owns now, the Oakland Coliseum, of course was the, uh, the venue that played host of this in a rap concert put forth by Jay-Z and Rock, Rock Nation Sports. The, the, rap, the rap thing wasn't that bad. It only lasted, like, I'm, when I say it wasn't that bad, I'm not a big fan of rap. So it only lasted for, like, about three and a half, four minutes. So that was sort of cool to me. Make a brief, man, get it in, get it over with. I mean, for the people who entertain, more power to you, man. But I sort of thought it was lame. Sorry, I just thought it was lame. I just really did. Like, yo, 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 I don't want to hear all that kind of stuff. Anyway, let's talk about the Kovalov fight. That's going to be, of course, the... Uh, next week on HBO Championship Boxing, the 25th of July, HBO 10 p.m. in the East, 7 o'clock in the West. Kovalov, of course, uh, defending the WBIBF and WB 175-pound championship. So I guess, uh, what, is, what is Adonis Stevenson, the WBC title holder? You know, all these title belts confuse me, man. So we really need to get it down to like one or two title belts. Maybe, well, you know, there is, there's an advantage in having multiple title belts because more guys get to fight for titles. That means there's more money on the line. And anytime you can put more money in a fighter's pocket, Pedro is all for that because that's what all this is about, putting money in fighters' pockets for the damage that they take. Also on July the 25th, 11 p.m. East, uh, 11 p.m. East and 11 p.m. in the West, Omar Soto taking on Brian Valoria at 100 and, 118 pounds. Take it back, 115 pounds. Brian Valoria, the former champion at 108 and 112. The Hawaiian Punch, 2000 Olympian. Take the 2004 Olympian. Was it 2000? 2000. 2000 Olympian. Good Lord. Man, that's a long time. Brian's been fighting now, what, almost 16 years. Straight up, the schedule as far as Premier Boxing is, uh, Premier Boxing concerned. Of course, Premier Boxing Championship brought to you by Al Heyman. And, you know, I mean, they're sort of controlling boxing. They came back with their card yesterday on CBS. They're going to come back next week, of course. And they've got it going on. Fight night is June the, June the 25th, 9 p.m. East, 6 o'clock in the West. I mean, you look at this, Bebet Shumanov. People like him, man. They like him a lot. And the guy who's going to fight is my former broadcast partner. I'm talking about B.J. Flores, of course, who does a lot of the fights on NBC. They're going to fight for a Cruiserweight title. And I wish B.J. the best, man. But this Bebet is a pretty tough guy. And B.J., you know, you've been around a long time, too. I mean, B.J. was back on the day when uh, NBC was being bought and paid for as far as buying airtime, much like Al Heyman's doing now. But his promoter, Kathy Duva, did that about 15 years ago. And now, of course, he's with Al Heyman. All these guys are going to hook it up. If you want to do boxing, if you want to go somewhere in boxing right now, you have to stop by Al Heyman's office. If you don't, you're not going to go anywhere. That's why Bob Arum's suing him and everybody's, you know, talking about suing people and, 
You know, it's a scandal. He's taking over boxing. He's paying those fighters too much money. Damn him. Damn that Al Heyman. He's paying the fighters too much money. Who's saying this? By promoter Bob Arum, the Hall of Famer promoter himself, former United States attorney, uh, you know, the guy that admitted, well, how many things did he admit? He admitted bribery. He admitted uh, tax evasion. He admitted money laundering. I mean, he admitted all this in a, in, in a uh, U.S. Justice Department affidavit. He was going after Bob Lee with the I International Boxing Federation at the time. Bob Lee was very tight with um, Don King. In fact, if you remember those those tapes that I had back in the day when when uh, Doug Beavers was taping taping all these guys for the government, the late Doug Beavers was the ratings committee president for the International Boxing Federation. I believe he was out of uh, out of uh, North Carolina, but you know he, he Virginia, and 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 he would do these things, and he'd have cameras and wires in the room and the FBI would hook up these tapes with him and Bob Lee and they say this is some money from Fuzzy Wuzzy and Fuzzy Wuzzy was Don King and the fat man was Cedric Kushner and Bob Arum. Bob Arum said, you know, I bribed Bob Lee. You did, Bob? Yes. I gave him $100,000. I gave him $125,000, I believe. And why did you do that, Bob? Well, I bribed him because I wanted George Foreman to fight Axel Schultz instead of fighting a real contender back when George Foreman regained the World Heavyweight Championship back in 1994 when he knocked out Michael Moore in that upset about the eighth round. Okay, I mean, nobody saw that coming, but Aram had to cash in in the fact that, you know, George was at the end of his run. George had done it. I think winning that championship sort of took all the air out of George's balloon. He had nothing left. He was like 45 years old. He was done. Just done. But things happened. Of course, they bought the rating. They got Axel Schultz to fight. George Foreman fought him. Axel Schultz won the fight. Didn't get the decision. Then it went, of course, into a scandal. Justice Department, everybody going after everybody. Bob Ehrman being suspended, paying a big fine. He was the only promoter that got burnt, and he was the only guy that ratted on people. In other words, he was the, he was the guy that started this, and he was the only guy that ended up getting tagged for it. Don King skated. Cedric Kushner skated. Everybody skated, but Bob Ehrman, of course, Bob Lee went to jail for a couple of years. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Still to come, hour number two combat sports on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Cause I love- 